Hello and welcome to Subtle Frequencies. It's only been two weeks since all of our eyes were fixated on the swamp, and in that time we've come to learn some unpleasant truths about the sorts of things that have been happening there. There's a war going on, a war that very few of us understand fully, and its casualties are just racking up by the day. Frankly, none of us know what to do. It's, it's hard to see this level of conflict going on in this town and in that ecosystem that we all care so much about. And so today, I want to dig in and, you know, figure out what is going on with this fighting. Why are they, why are they doing this? Why can't we all just get along? Why can't the goblins come to an understanding and stop the bloodshed? Let's figure it out. And joining me today, Tony Papadopoulos. He's a fully accredited professor of goblinoid studies at the Traveling College of Zuth and has been a broadly feared and respected hunter of goblins for 25 and a half years. He is also the sworn enemy of the infamous Goblin King, but following the Goblin King's untimely demise, Tony has agreed to become the nemesis of the now goblinized Craven Darkheart. Papadopoulos has traveled far and wide in search of adventure and goblin kind, making many friends along the way. Don't forget to ask Tony about his goblin bone crafts, or find them yourself at his Etsy store. Well, Tony, how's it going? Hey there, Penny. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you back, man, even though the circumstances are less than stellar. It's good to see you, man. Oh, yeah, they're dire, but I think things are going to shake out just fine. I mean, not for about thousands upon thousands of goblins, but, you know, tomato, potato. Yeah, when you put it like that, I guess it's fine. But, um, what's going on with this goblin war? I I tend to not concern myself too much with goblin politics, because <laughs> politics in this world are enough of a show, am I right? Yeah, they're complicated. I don't know, um, I don't know if it's really possible for us to understand them, since a lot of goblin politics are you know, being conducted in these very closed-door meetings. Mm, yeah. Yeah. They got councils on councils out there. So it's kind of hard for us to get even a bit of like the, the trickle down. But for the most part, it seems to be uh, just a bloodbath. Okay. Is that all? That's it? Just bloodbath? Goblins killing goblins? Oh, like yeah. It's goblins everywhere. It's pure chaos. There ain't no sense to it. But under that, there's actually a lot of working parts. Okay. Well... So what can you tell me then about, like, the, I mean, who are the the fighting parties here, you know? Who's disputing with who over what? So the inciting incident here is that, you know, and I, I'm not going to wax poetic about it, the, the Goblin King died. Mm -hmm, I didn't get yeah. to kill him, a little bit salty about that myself. Well. But there wasn't much of an institution in place or, you know, anything in place for a peaceful transition of power. That's on purpose. Because peaceful transitions of power are just not their thing. Sure. You know, war and chaos and all that kind of stuff is more the goblin way. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So there are three main big factions in this war. Okay. Number one, there is the, the royalists. They're the ones who have the, you know, they got the old Goblin King was kind of the head of their faction before he died. And they mostly rely on these prophecies that are told uh, with, you know, the smatterings of scum. And so, with the death of the Goblin King, are they, like, is there anyone there to kind of well, fulfill the, the prophecies the are role? really complicated. They got this thing with the Goblin Bride. They've got all this other stuff. I don't really understand most of it. You know, they keep it real secret, and they're sort of like these goblin wizards that, you know, they throw the scum against the wall, and they read the yes. readings of the scum to see what, you know, the prophecies are, and it's all kind of hard for us to understand, but uh, if it's me you're asking, I gotta say, um, I think that they are kind of losing grips here against some of these other factions. Huh. Okay, well, who else is in the game? We got the ALF, they're the ones who, you know, kind of the underdog favorite. They got kind of a partisan war thing going on here. Guerrilla warfare, but no guerrillas are harmed in the making of this war. Um, okay. They're in favor of some sort of meritocracy regarding uh, consumption of cats. I see. Is ALF stand for something? Like, literally, not morally? The ALF stands for the Alliance of Lovers of Felines. And I know that that's a little bit misleading because they don't love them in sort of a humanitarian way or like a catatarian way. They love them in terms of they love their delicious flavor. Mmm, okay. Well, that kind of tracks with what I know about the goblins. So, sure, okay. And those folks, you know, they've got a real grassroots movement. They're asking people to join their cause, but most of them are untrained, unprofessional fighters. And they, you know, they're kind of like the, their numbers are dwindling. They're, they've had a couple real big wins. You know, they got the Battle of Big Swamp, which is the, a part of the swamp that's just kind of wider than the other parts. Hmm, okay. But they, every time they suffer a big mess of casualties, it sets them back real hard. They gotta retreat back to the, the hill part of the swamp. Okay, I see. And then for the third faction, we got the, you know, who I like to call the Craven Horde. Craven's Horde. Craven's Horde. And now, this is, is your friend. Former friend. I wouldn't even Darker. say that. You know, we were... We had some good years, and then, uh, you know, we all go, we all change. Oh, and yeah, that's true. I'd say that person that I was, you know, out there palling around with drinking uh, shots of fireball at 2.30 in the morning, that guy's, that guy's dead. Ooh. Man, And I'm the sorry. person that took his place isn't really a person at all, it's a goblin. Yeah, he's a goblin. Because if you, if y'all don't, Fully remember or recall that uh, Craven Darkheart, he on the air ate uh, baited the goblin flesh, super yeah, verboten, yeah. and bang, bang, boom, he became a bit of a goblin himself. Yeah, you could say that. Something of a goblin. And yeah, that was messed up to hear. That was a really horrifying thing to hear. Yeah. So he's a goblin, and... Upon becoming a goblin, you know, he kind of dabbled in uh, some of those dark magics. Mm, He's okay. assembled a little bit of, like, 
kind of a cabal of wicked sorcerers and berserkers and uh, dark wizards and kind of evil folks. And he's leading a big old horde of goblins. Uh, he's turning people into goblins, which ain't nice. No. And he's encouraging people to turn into goblins. Sounds bad, yeah. So he's got a big horde, and that's more your traditional style goblin horde. You know, they got flags. They've got uh-huh. kind of like big beasts of burden animals, like some of the bigger goblinoids carrying siege equipment. Okay. They are utilizing a lot of dogs. Dogs? Yeah, they're the natural enemy of cats, so it makes sense that dogs are kind of getting in there. Okay, sure. They don't know any better. You look at those dogs, they got big happy faces, tongues out, just kind of looking around having a good time. They're just happy to be there. But what they don't know is that they're perpetuating a terrible war. Right, yeah. That's messed up. I'm starting to think that maybe there's something not good about this guy. Oh no, Craven Darkheart's my new nemesis. Awesome. Well... Before, we were just kind of healthy competitions. Now it's more or less like, you know, I got a knife right here with his name on it. Okay. Like, literally? It, it was his knife, and I took it. Yeah. <laughs> got him. Yeah, it was his grandma's. And, oh. you know, engraved just for him, and now it's going to be, you know, in the back of his skull soon. Okay. Well, um, that sounds pretty serious. Nice and sharp. Okay, well, now, you know, at least I feel like I have an understanding of this sort of, like, three-sided fight going on. Um, And that's just so helpful. It's bitter, and it's ugly, and, you know, there isn't really any end in sight looking here, but if it were my money on this, I'd say (sighs) the fact that we really gotta worry about here is the one with the horde. You know, well, the Craven yeah. Dark Heart Horde is pretty bad. They just want to take over things for the sake of taking over things. Uh-huh. I think yeah, that's, that's the only no one good. that's got an interest in hurting the human world as well. Yeah, that's no good. Fingers crossed that. this Craven Dark Heart character doesn't unify the world of goblins and then turn them against, uh, you know, the rest of us here. Yeah, sure. I mean... I'm- now, this is getting into sort of, like, more hypothetical territory, but maybe you could weigh in. Like, I feel like if the if it turned out to be a war of goblins versus humans, like, I just know me, myself, I could kick them over. I could yeah, kick, really like, small. yeah, like a number of them over, even if they had, like, a knife. And once they fall down, they have a lot of trouble getting back up. It's kind of like sure. watching a beetle fall down. Right, yeah. They just wriggle around a bit. It's an unspoken rule of goblin warfare that nobody does that, though. Sure, right. They're not over there kicking each other around. They're like, no, this is all upright all the time. Because what honor is there in slaying a goblin foe if you're a goblin yourself and all you've done is just kicked him down? Yeah, sure. I mean, that makes sense. But us now. (laughs) Excuse you. Sorry, my allergies are kicking my ass this year. Happens. Um, Literally, though. Gross. Don't say that. Anyways, what are we, you know, what are we doing? Everyone around, we've all had the swamp on our mind, for instance, and it's just like there's goblin corpses piling up. Those of us, particularly who live closest to the swamp, can just hear the fighting every night and all the 
all the yelling and the you know yeah, it's pretty the calamity. screams of fear yeah so and what the big do we plumes do of smoke rising from the swamp yeah that's not great making a beautiful sunset you know yeah i mean it looks cool it looks really cool and i get it you know it seems bad seeing anything die like this but i'm a goblin hunter so it's just something i think is a you know it's a it's they're doing my job for me but like you said it is kind of hard to watch yeah particularly in that like the um you know the staging ground of this is in a protected habitat yeah protected habitat that acts as a filter for kind of like our entire ecosystem yeah pretty important and they're really mucking up the waters, you know. It's, I mean, they were pretty mucky before. It was a swamp. Yeah, but it was a swamp. There are dead bodies everywhere. They're just really poisoning the water. Yeah, sure. I mean, for a swamp to, like, be able to sort of maintain its, uh, you know, status quo, it needs to keep, like, a pretty consistent pH balance in the waters. And we've got just, like, loads of goblin blood getting in there. It's, it's really, really messing things up. The turtles are not loving it. No, not at but, all. you know, what are we supposed to do about it? That's what I asked you, actually. Oh, yeah, you asked me that. Uh, I'd say uh, we just got to keep our hands clean. I'd say my biggest tips here are stay out of it. Okay. Uh, my second biggest tips here are run. Like, you run. see a big goblin fight, don't, don't go down there with your Polaroid cameras. Just get your run. keisters out of there before they get kicked. Like, you know, mine is by these horrible hay fevers. Um, mm. you know, stay out of the way of the goblin cannons uh, and all the other sort of instruments of goblin war that are being used in this. Uh, sure. Keep your cats close. That's another one. Keep them yeah. close because goblin supply lines are being stretched in here. Right. And those rations don't necessarily taste good. So if they see a tasty kitty cat, they're going to take it. Yeah, and honestly, having an outdoor cat or, like, an indoor-outdoor cat is sort of, like, ethically dubious anyways, so... I'm not telling cats how to live their lives, but yeah, you know, there's one thing, uh, taking the precautions, getting, you know, the flea and tick medicine and whatnots and getting their vaccinations, there's another thing and just being like, okay, go out there and I uh, hope no goblins eat you up. Yeah, just hope for the best. You know, it's... It's no good. And my, my sort of last bullet point on that particular bit of questioning is that, you know, you know, don't go turn it into a goblin. Sure. Yeah. You know, I wish that went without saying, but I'm glad that you said it. Because, like, evidently people, I mean, most famously Craven Darkheart, but folks in general are just going out there and becoming goblins. And, like, they're doing it. And it's like, I'm not here to tell people, as I've said many times. Today mm-hmm. alone, not telling you how to live your life, but don't become a goblin. That's one respect in which I'm going to have to weigh in and be like, you know, it's disgusting. It's a bad choice. It's irreversible. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah. have to slay you if I see you as a goblin somewhere. I'd even tell your kids and your grandparents not to, you know, not to like become a goblin for Halloweens. A lot of people huh. are talking about that. They're like, maybe I'll just take a little bit of bite. Of the forbidden goblin fruit, and then spend the thirty first as a goblin. But no, it does not wear off after midnight. It you're like that for the rest of your life. Damn. Yeah. Well, you're gonna want to watch out for that, then, people. Um, don't just don't do it. 
I mean, unless you really want to. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, it is your life and your choice. What are you but doing? I, no, it's bad. I mean, look, man, I'm, I'm saying I don't, like, I don't agree with it for me and my journey. And I think statistically, it's not a great choice for you. Is yeah, the stats are in on that. Yeah, but like, you know, some people want to be a goblin. I don't know. Maybe I'm changing my tune a little bit. I'm just kind of like... Some people do want to be a goblin. I'm sure plenty of them do it with good intentions, or they're just real curious about the flavor of that goblin meat. Yeah. But one, let me tell you what it tastes like, based on personal experience. It tastes like the worst flavor of lollipop you ever had. I remember very specifically Craven Darkheart saying it tasted... I mean, like some bougie bullshit, and then chicken. Yeah, that's the worst flavor of lollipop. That would be a pretty bad flavor of lollipop. Yeah, the, the chicken bully of lollipops are not good. No, sure. They say that it's a mystery bad. flavor, but we all know what it is. Yeah, you can smell it a mile away. Yeah, <laughs> um, not a great lollipop. It's a pretty good just thing to eat, though. I enjoy, like, our rotisserie. Oh, yeah, chicken. good. I mean, chicken's good. Yeah. I'm not one of them vegetarians, but, uh-huh. you know, I like a good chicken-flavored thing. Like, you give me a chicken-flavored pizza, I'm all over it. Give me a chicken-flavored ice cream, I'm all over it. Sure. But them yeah. lollipops with the bubble gums and the chicken flavor, those are the worst. Yeah, sure. You don't have to eat them. Um, in any case, okay, this is all great stuff. I feel like we're, you know, we're on the road to understanding uh, what the hell is going on with these goblins? So, uh, I think it's time to open up phone calls and see, you know, who else has some hot tips and tricks. Maybe not tricks. Tips? I don't know. Information? Questions? I could see, like, maybe an ollie or two. Oh, that would be pretty cool. I could stand like, to see one of them. Like a kickflip or, like, a laser flip. Yeah, or, like, uh, I don't know, like, a water tower ollie. Yeah. They take it or leave it. Anyways, yeah, so let's get some calls going right after these words from our sponsors. store is now under new management. And you'd see that the hi-hat is technically a drum. What are you talking about, man? Whatever. 
Um, that's it for ads. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> it's time to take a phone call. And as luck would have it, we got one right here ready to go. First phone calls happening. Here we go. Hey, Pam. It Pam. What's up, Pam? I know I usually wait till other callers are coming in first, but I had to jump at the bed on this one. Okay, yeah, I for got sure. bad news. Oh, okay. What's up? But first, I got good news. Oh, okay. What's up? So, the Swamp Campus concert that we put on last week went off without a hit. Well, it, nice. it did go off, but it had one big hit. I kind of remember. Yeah, you were there, but, you know, you were a little deep in your cups. Look, I was just trying to cut loose, okay? As you may remember, mm -hmm. we were on our third encore of Carry On My Wayward Son when mm -hmm. we heard all this commotion in the distance. And mm -hmm. we, we kind of put ourselves by the construction site for the condo development. Right. And what we didn't know was that there was a goblin war going on over the, all the construction equipment that was over at the construction site. Wait, is that what all that ruckus was? Yeah, those royalists in the ALF were fighting over all the bulldozers and such. You know, they got to leave them bulldozers with the keys in. It's part of the law. That doesn't sound right. It makes it super right. easy for three goblins to stand on each other's shoulders and start one of them up and start using it like a war machine. Right, yeah. So they were fighting over it. One, one faction found all the construction equipment, found all the steamrollers and the bulldozers and chair pickers and whatnot, and mm -hmm. the nail guns. Oh. And they found it, and then the other faction found it, and they were fighting over it. And they, in the process, destroyed the entire construction site, which, you know, we at first thought was really good. Right, yeah, naturally. And you know how I feel about littering, especially in a vulnerable environmental setting. Yeah, you were always saying not to do it, I think. And since most of our performers were raccoons and possums and other creatures of the like, we had to keep all our bins outside of the performance zone. Yeah. So we put all the bins, for practical reasons, but also metaphorical ones, in the construction site. So when people had to get rid of their trash, they go to the bins, they put it in the right spot. And it was sure. nowhere near all the performers who would be tempted to climb in the bins. Uh-huh. It's tempting. They're made for it. We could train and have them as much as we want, but they see a delicious chicken bite in a bin, they're going to go for it. Sure, yeah, and that's their right. No, I get it. No, it's not. They stay out of my bins. I bought extra yeah. bins for this. I put sure. them in a safe place. I chained them up so that people, if they want to throw things away, they'd have to use the key that they got at the concession stand when they bought the Coke that they are now throwing the cup away from. They go there, unlock the trash can, and throw uh -huh. away their thing, lock it back up so no critters not part of the performance, could get in them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like we all understand this conceptually now, but go on. What ended up happening was that all the construction equipment, when it was being fought over, destroyed the entire development, including my bins. Oh, your bins. I see. This I makes sense now. Yeah, you're always talking about this. Keep your mitts off my bins. Right, yeah, sure. Okay, so, I mean... Yeah, I then... seem to remember you always talking about the bins. Mm, yeah. So, Pam, then do you kind of, like, feel like they've made this personal? Like, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Uh-huh. I might have to join this war. Oof. And I might have to join the wrong side of the war. Wait, which side is that? The side that had nothing to do with the bins. Okay. Hold on. So what you're saying is that the ALF and the Royalists fought over the construction equipment and destroyed your bins? That's exactly what I'm saying. So I gotta join the Craven's Horde. I feel like you're not thinking, like, long-term enough. And granted, I mean, I don't have a stake in this, but, like, have you considered 
if Craven Dark Hearts forces were to succeed, how that would shape up for any future bins you have. If, like, you know, his vision that I'm only just now outlining of, like, kind of letting goblins, you know, take over and become the dominant species on the planet, that's no good. Past behavior is the best indication of future behavior, Pain. Sure, yeah. And the past behavior of these other factions is that they disrespected my beings. How am no, I supposed to true. take that sitting down? I guess so. I physically yeah. can't. I have not sat down since it happened. Well, okay, yeah, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. My feet hurt. Yeah, can you lay down? Absolutely not, that's sitting down for lazy people. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm struggling to understand that bit of logic myself there. All I'm saying is that I may not be a politician or a scientist, uh -huh. but I know who hurt my bins, and I know that I gotta kill him. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's sort of, that's pretty cut and dry. Um, so I'm putting it out on this program that I'm coming for you, but also, I'm putting it out on this program that I need somebody to watch all my animals and water all my plants. Sure, you can find somebody. You can apply with them and send me a fax. Okay, well, um, I'm just gonna one more time, I guess, advise you against getting involved in this at all. I think if you let it play out and take its own course, that might be the best move for you, but... It's your life. Um, have fun. Be, be safe. Pay him out. Alright, bye. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to say that that's a really bad move. Yeah, you know, but Pam's is gonna do what Pam's is gonna do. Can't be helped. Um, Won't be helped. Yeah, I won't. I'm busy that day. Um, I'm busy staying out of it because, you know, you know, don't do something if you uh, can't do it for free. What? I don't know what the saying is. Oh, don't do something for free if you're good at it, or... If you're good at something, never do You've seen the Joker? No. Oh. Anyways, we got more caller... Watching movies. Oh, me too. Yeah, I don't like to sit and watch them. Mostly because I don't have the TV. Um, anyways, next caller. We gotta keep, keep this train rolling... What you got for me next, caller? Hey, um, my name is Harry. Um, my pronouns are they, them. And I've been, I've been trying to change my address on LinkedIn for like 30 minutes. I just keep, I click on the contact. Like, you have your name and the pronouns and then click on contact and then a new window opens up and then it's the right address. And I, but anyways, I've been uh, listening to this episode and I think I've I've got pretty much like the gist of what you guys were talking about and I couldn't help but notice that this whole goblin thing is like a lot like my own personal kind of like situation it's like uncanny how do you figure okay I'll bite what is it well so f for first my stepdad's dog is named goblin and is like okay. all right like a full-on piece of shit. Uh, like, you know how the goblins don't, they don't like Craven Darkheart, or like, some of them don't think he's the Goblin King, or whatever? Yeah. That's, like, exactly, like, how deep, how my stepdad, Steve, is not my real dad, and also, like, how my mom wants to get a cat, but also wants all of us to get along, um, but is wrong. Uh, mostly because yeah. cats are gross, and um, and how I want to kill that dog. Um, yeah, so I think it's exactly the the same. 
and I think I think if I click on this and save it. Wait, I wasn't paying attention because it was weird and it didn't have anything to do with what you were saying. I, I Yeah, was there a question in that or just was this just sort of commentary? No, I was just kind of noticing and I thought like my two cents were important to the conversation. Ooh. I'd say that was like four cents at, at the least. Yeah, it was a couple. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go, actually. You wanna kill a dog? Uh, well, I really want to change my address on LinkedIn, but I also really want to kill that dog. I'm going to have to troubleshoot these problems here. And maybe look up a video, like, how to do, uh, the LinkedIn on the video, and then, you know, that's probably good for the dog problem, too. Uh, 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 I know how to use the internet, so, like, I'm going to, I'm going to go, okay? Thanks, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, talk to you later, bye. Okay, bye. They kind of sucked. Yeah, I mean, not great. I feel like we didn't get anything out of it. However, I guess if this situation is a reflection of what's happening with the Goblin War, the dog thing is likely to be sorted out before the end of the Goblin War, in theory. And so perhaps if we figure out what's going, what goes down with the dog, well, you know, it'll be like a premonition of what's going to happen with the Goblin War. I'm struggling I'm, to understand how that's in any way true. I don't you know. think that that's going to be like however the dog thing shakes out, like whether this person does or does not kill a dog, that's going to decide the fate of a war? Yeah, it's like um a sort of divination kind of allegory. But there's three outcomes in the war. There's at least three outcomes for this dog thing. Okay, outcome number one, kills the uh, dog. They kill the dog. Yeah, they kill the dog. Which is an Out ugly outcome. I'm all about killing creatures as long as they're goblins, but killing dogs makes me sick down to my stomach. Yeah, no, that's pretty bad. But outcome number two, the dad, the stepdad, Rick? Stepdad Steve? Steve the uh, stepdad. I like yeah. to call him Steven. Sure. Anyway, Steve gets gets their way, and the dog is allowed to live, and presumably uh, that caller gets kicked out of the, the situation for trying to murder a dog. And it sounds like it's a full-grown human adult that lives in their stepdad's house and wants to kill the dog. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. Outcome number three, the, the mom, whose name I didn't get... Um, like, didn't? understand or just never heard um both anyways the mom gets a cat and that's so a little confused so if the dog dies that that's sort of like oh then the craven dark heart's gonna win because that's the worst possible outcome um yeah and if the dog lives it's the royalist outcome because things back to the way they were yeah pretty much and if in the incredibly unlikely event that they get a cat, maybe like a little calico or maybe something like a little wild and wacky, maybe like a street cat. Oh, or like a Maine Coon. Yeah, maybe a little Norwegian big fluff ball. Then that's sort of like a indicator that the ALF's going to win. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, basically. I guess this shook out a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah. Well, I still think it's completely inane. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's like, you know, there's no field of divination that would rely on something like this, but 
Here's what I say. Why not? Think about it. Anyways, another caller. Another caller. Next caller, you're on. Hey there, Ben. It's hey. me. Goblin Jeremy. <laughs> and I... I go by he, him. Hey, Jeremy. Been a while. How are you? I'm feeling all so sore. Oh, oh, my arms and my legs are so bad. What? Why? I'm being torn apart. Literally? No, figuratively, because my body's being torn apart. But on the inside, the part of my body, that's my feelings. Okay. Yeah, sure. What's happening, man? What's got you down? So you might remember that I was recruited by the Goblin Royalists when I was real small, little boy, baby boy, baby boy goblin. Uh-huh. And they put me in charge of taking care of my little sister. Sure. My little sister, Gretzel, who's, she's gonna be the Goblin Bride. And then after that, she's gonna be the Goblin Queen. Yeah. You're always saying this. But those dark heart, the craven dark heart peoples are killing all the royalists up left and right. They're scooping up their bodies and scraping them around like chalk on a chalkboard. Gross. So I don't know if you remember, but those bad, bad fakies, Stacy and Zagnak, they're so evil. They're being false prophets over there and there. They're gaining a lot of traction and political support with the dark heart people. Oh. They are saying that they're going to be the Goblin Bride and the new Goblin King. But that's not going to happen. That's not true. It's a false prophecy. But the way this war is going, oh, no, 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 I'm being ripped apart. I hate to say it, but my money is on Craven Darkheart. He's got all the big machines. He's got the dogs, they're scary, they bark, they got teeth that are short and long. Yeah, uh-huh. That's all true. They got big hordes of other goblins, and they just snatch them up, and I'm a strong goblin, I'm a tall goblin, but I can't take them all by myself. Sure. But, I mean, couldn't you, like, you know, just put your weight behind the cause that you believe in? Or, you know, you could just stay home and put uh, your feet up, put eat a bucket of popcorn, and... Watch a good movie and keep at it all this nonsense because it has nothing to do with you because you're not a goblin, you're a human little boy. No, 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 I'm a goblin just like everybody knows I am. Yeah, I'm not interested in kind of like rehashing that. Anyways, uh, Tony's on to something though. You don't, you don't need to, I mean, A, I guess if you want to wade into this, I would recommend you focus on the side that works best for you and not try to predict the outcome but also so are you telling me to put my heart on the line um and take gritzel over to the craven no, dark artist no 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 don't do that i'm reading between the lines and that's what you're saying to do no that's not it um, I don't think she... I'm gonna just guess that she wouldn't want to go there. I haven't asked her yet, but it's the prophecy and all. Maybe if I tell her we're going out to get a nice mm, bubbly beverage. I doubt she would trust you. I know she likes those mm -mm -mm, tasty little treats. 
the Slurpees with the Coke and the Cherry layered on top of one another. That sounds okay. But all I'm trying to say is that, like, so follow me here. If Craven Dark Hearts people are already allied with Stacy and Zagnek, then they would, they would probably consider Gritzel to be their enemy. Yeah, they've sent a lot of assassins after her, but they keep falling in my traps. Oh, well, wow. That's good news, I guess? They're just big pits out in her yard. Sure, yeah, I mean, but it's not that. cats keep falling in them, so I gotta get them out. It doesn't help that I put a lot of cat food at the bottom of them. I mean, whatever you're doing, it's working, so don't change it up too much. And I put their little goblin bodies on spikes out in the woods outside of her house. Seems like unnecessarily. She keeps brutal. taking them down, and I just keep putting them back up. Huh. I mean, I'm okay. all for that kind of part of it. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like an eyesore. Anyways, Jeremy, um, I can't recommend highly enough not getting involved in this. I think that would be the best. Baby sister. She, she just needs my help. She just needs me to like, see the prophecy through. I'm just going to be sick and sore to my stomach and my arms and my legs until this gets resolved. Okay, well, good luck. Alright, I'll do something drastic soon. Mm. I promise. Yeah, I'd prefer if you didn't. Anyway, I'm going to go get all the kitty cats out of the new traps. Alright, have fun. It's good catching up. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, it wasn't a pleasure to hear from you. No need to be rude, man. Anyways, um, that's weird. Weird stuff. Concerning, yeah, it's kind of hard, you know, the, there's a lot of power and prophecy in the goblin world. You know, here it's just kind of a hoax and a kind of a foolish thing, but... There, there's a lot of weight behind it. If those Craven Darkheart folks get a hold of the the subject of the prophecy, they could do some real damage to the royalist side. Yeah, it seems like they might be playing that game. Oh well, whatever. Can't wait to see how that plays out. But for now, we got more callers and another one of them is right here. Next caller, you're on. Hey, this is Gritzel. She, her. Uh, uh, I want a big Gritzel. surprise here. I, I just wanted to kind of clarify a couple things. Okay. For the third time on your show, and um, uh. I the Goblin Bride, uh, and I just want to kind of make my position clear that I in no way am going to be participating in this Goblin War. Absolutely. I'm not picking a side. I'm not, I'm not going to be part of it. Okay. Well, that seems like a good choice. I can support that. Yeah, I think you should really stay out of it. I also am kind of wanting... To, I don't know how much, you know, the goblins listen to your show, but hopefully they do, because uh, I just want to let all of the goblins know, probably specifically the royalists, that they need to stop sending me cats. Jeremy, sure, like, has his pits with cat food, but the cats just keep showing up, and... I'm not going to eat them. Mm. And it, it, it's just not, I can't, I can't take care of all these cats just as like a private person. Uh, so. Caller, how are you sure that they're cats that are gifts from over the goblins? 
Uh, I mean, it's pretty clear when a, a goblin or two goblins are holding a cat uh, kind of fist fists around its body and neck and kind of like heaving it like a log into my yard and then kind of just like dumping it into one of the pits. Okay, yeah, I'd say that's pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they just show up, I think, because there are other cats. Cats attract yeah. other cats, but... And I think all of the cat food that's been showing up, which, again, partially is Jeremy. Yeah, you know what they say, if you give a kid a, a, a cat a pit. If you give a cat a pit, then... Do they say that? Go on. Or, or no, it goes, if you give a pit a cat. No, they say once for me. Yeah, they say once Yeah, they for do me. say that. I'm sorry, I get them all mixed up. There's a lot of them. It's okay. I mean, I've had a pretty much like a zero tolerance rule about like taking food or drink gifts from anyone for years. Um, so. So if I came there with like a nice bit of pumpkin pie, you'd say no, thank you. I would absolutely say no, thank you. Well, there goes my idea for a birthday gift. Yeah, I also I think I've I'm gonna be canceling my birthday for for the rest of my life. Um, also. Well. That's, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I am seriously considering opening a cat sanctuary because there are just so many cats. Uh, and I do like cats. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, they're great. They're very intelligent. I've actually been doing a lot of research on cat training. Yeah. Um, so this is sort of serendipity, but not not a, not a fate or like an, a prophecy or anything. It's just sort of kismet. It just kind of works out. It's not It's not a prophecy. Um, it's just like a normal thing that people would do. Um, that's not a prophecy. So I, that, that's pretty much all I kind of wanted to say. I'm, I, I, no more cats, please. Uh, I got enough to take care of. And, um, I don't, I don't want anything from anyone, please. Okay. Well, I can respect that. Um, so what you're trying to tell us here is that you're not going to join the Royalist part of this here civil war. Absolutely not. You're publicly not endorsing them. I'm not endorsing the ALF. I'm not endorsing uh, Craven Darkheart. I'm not endorsing Jeremy, my brother. I'm not, endor- I'm not endorsing anyone. I'm not endorsing the ogre. I'm not endorsing anybody. So, Are you concerned, perhaps, about the possibility of the Craven Darkheart forces trying to take hold of you to dissuade the royalists from fighting or to get them to join their side? I mean, I've, as Jeremy, you know, mentioned, there's been a lot of, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're like assassin, I mean, they're assassination attempts, but they're kind of, I think we all know that goblins are pretty small and you can cut, you can kick them over pretty easy. And yeah, I mean, it's not like a, a really like scary assassination attempt, but I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, I'm, my, my name is kind of around in those circles. So in any case, I just, I, I'm, I just want everybody to know that I just don't want to partake. I'm not the Goblin Bride. I'm not going to be the Goblin Queen. No thanks. No thanks. Have you thought about going on my Etsy's and uh, checking out my Goblin Bone Chimes or perhaps some of the Goblin Femur daggers and swords? Yeah, I have um, just plenty of Goblin Bones. Just plenty. I've, no, I mean, like, have you tried weaponizing them to protect yourself from possible goblin attack? Whether I like it or not, uh, there's there's a lot of sharp goblin bones in my yard. I don't know if you've heard. Um, so, 
Yeah, you can never be too careful or too prepared or too armed. Okay, I'm gonna thank you, Pan. I guess thank you, Tony. Uh, I'll I got I gotta go. There's just a a lot of cats. Like okay. Well, good luck with the cats. Um, have fun. Thanks for calling. Always a pleasure um, to hear from her. Yeah. Uh, it's not a fun thing to be wrapped up in, but, you know, she's taking it like a champ. Yeah, it's, I can't imagine the being the subject of a prophecy is anything but stressful and incredibly irritating. Yeah, I wouldn't want that, you know. Wouldn't wouldn't really wish that on anybody, but... Anyways, another caller? Another caller. Another caller happening right now. Here we go. Next caller. Hey there, it's, uh, this is Zigzag, and, uh, well, you know, I, I prefer he, him. Alright, well, what's up? Hey there, Zigzag. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just a simple, simple goblin here, and I'm a member of the Craven Darkheart Foot Soldiers, the 52nd Militia. And, okay. You know, I thought this war was going to be a fun time with my friends, but instead it's incredibly scary, and my friends are dying left and right, like, one to the left of me's dying, one to the right of me's dying, is what I mean. Yeah, so, stuck in the middle with you. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of a lot like that. Especially with all the face paints that they're putting on us. Sure. But, you know, even though it is kind of a horrifying time that, you know, is going to sear into my memory and probably change who I am as a person for the rest of my life, uh, oh, I do want to just say that I still believe in uh, Craven Darkheart, and uh, everyone else is lying but him. Huh. It also seems like he has lied to you. Yeah, he's about... to he told you it was going to be a good time, and you're just telling us that, that people are dying everywhere. Yeah, it's like demonstrably a lie. You can't really believe what those other people, they're saying he's a liar, they're saying he's a... No, you're good. saying it. You said it. No, I said he's the only one you could trust. Right, but, like... He talks for real. He, he speaks from the heart. You can't script him. All these okay. royalists, they're out there being fake. You know, they got people on people writing their speeches for him. But Craven Darkheart, when he says he wants to bring about eternal darkness, he means it. Right, sure. I'm that sounds like a terrible thing, though, eternal darkness. Like, Right, yeah. What's gonna happen to all the peach trees? For instance... Oh, I'm all about eternal darkness. I can't wait to be darkness all over the world. I don't even have to open my eyes anymore. Because it's dark. It's always going to be a nice, cool, cool temperature. Probably somewhere between 60 and 70 on the later end of it. I think once you get into a little ways into eternity, it'll probably get, like, colder. Somewhat closer to zero. I mean, Kelvin. that's just your opinion. I guess so, yeah. You know, you got me there. Um, another opinion I have is that I think life doesn't tend to flourish in eternal darkness. That sounds like Kitty talk to me. You know, I mean, you got me there, man. All these other factions and the, all the other goblin armies, the ALFs and the Royalists and such, they're like little baby kitties and they're weak in that same way. You know what in I'm saying? In which say? way is that? You know, don't be a cat. Wear a hat. And... <laughs> You you darn better I'm wearing a hat right now. Oh, what kind of hat is it? And that ain't no Dr. Seuss shit. That's real. 
Okay, um, Zigzag. Well, and no matter what they're telling you, they're saying it's hard out there. They're saying we're performing war crimes. It's not real. They're all liars. You can't believe them. Wait, but aren't you performing war crimes? Just like by the dictionary definition of it? Yeah, but who wrote the dictionary? Bunch of liars. What? Yeah, a bunch of liars. They, just because they wrote it down doesn't mean they weren't lying when they said it. Okay, sure. But I guess it's just like if we're saying, like, what definition... What definition are we working by, then? Just the one that's most convenient for you right now? There's nothing convenient about the fact that we need eternal darkness. That's hard. That's hard. That's a hard fact. Hmm, why do we need it? Um, this is one thing that I don't think I've understood so far. It's not about the whys and the whats. It's about doing what's right. But why is That's it right, bringing though? about eternal darkness. Or perhaps how is it right? Is that a question I can ask? It's going to be nice and cool. You ain't going to be clammy anymore. Don't you live underground? For now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Alright, man. Well, um... Never enough of this jump here. Yeah, it's been good uh, talking to you. Thank you. And Have don't be a cat, wear a hat. Sure. Kitty-minded so-and-sos. That sounded weird. I didn't, like... I don't say that kind of stuff on the air. Anyways, goodbye. I'm not liking the rhetoric that's coming out of that part of the, the conflict here. Yeah, you know, it really seems like kind of um some sort of brain manipulation. I bet there's a word for that, like propaganda, for instance. Yeah, like goblins, like a little bit of chaos, they go towards it, but this is something else. This is a little bit of, you know, I, this smells like human evil all over it. Yeah, maybe. I don't like I don't the know. sound of it, and I'm not going to tolerate it. Yeah, I mean, not much we can do presently, but... I have half a mind to join this conflict myself and put some of them dark hearts down. But, you know, my war days are behind me. Yeah, you wouldn't want to get, you know, wrapped up in something like that. Especially, you know, as a human, as, you know, presumably one of the only humans on the field, you'd be a huge target. I don't know. Yeah, as in I'd be physically taller than most of them, yeah. Yeah, exactly, that's what I mean. Anyways, um, I don't know. Let's see if we can get someone in here who isn't sort of like bought into a kind of propaganda machine. Next caller, you're on. <laughs> I'm the dark sorcerer Torben Zane, and I don't know what kind of BS you guys are talking about. That brave soldier was coming in here sharing his truth about his strength and bravery, and you guys are telling these these stories about propaganda. And I just, I just think that you guys are a joke. You guys are a, a real joke. And are you the person you're? You came in here saying you were a dark sorcerer. You telling me I'm a joke? Yeah, that's what I just said to you. That you're a joke. Okay. What kind of sorcerer are you? The dark magic kind. And so you, uh, you throw a little bit of confetti out. You go whoop de doop de do. What's wrong with some confetti? What's wrong with that? It's bad for the environment, okay? For starters. I mean, some of it's biodegradable. Are you using biodegradable confetti in all your spells? I use whatever kind of confetti I want because I am a powerful dark sorcerer and I do what I want. I take control. It doesn't sound like you're using bio, bio confetti here. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, just because I don't use your your delicate 
little kitty confetti. What is this kitty talk? Yeah, you keep saying stuff like that. It just means you're weak. It just means you don't think about things. And you're not willing to take on those tough things. And and welcome the darkness. You know? You know, I, I like kitty cats. And I'm not upset that people know that about me. I, I've been public about this for a really long time. And I think we need to embrace the more feline aspects of existence. Yeah, like, what's your point? Craven Darkheart is a strong, genius leader who is powerful and and incredibly intelligent, and his, like, his strategies are so incredible, and he is going to win this war because he knows how to do it. He knows how to make those deals. He knows how to make the people happy and to love him, and that's part of being a great leader. Unlike those, those cat eaters who are just busy eating cats all the time, or those stuck-in-the-old-times royalists, we gotta start a revolution. That's what we're doing here. You know, I've, there's only one way to defeat uh, Craven Darkheart, and that's to make him drink six consecutive shots of Fireball on a Tuesday evening and watch oh. him go on a rant about Israel before throwing up on his own shorts. First of all, he can do up to 20 shots of fireball. Okay. That's a true Doubt story. It. That happened. And I don't know what kind of lies you're trying to spread about things that he said in the past. Are, where are the tapes? Where are the transcripts? Of I got it on the videos. It's on, it's on, uh, what are the kids watching videos on today? Um, it's Vimeo. Deep fake. It's all fake. Okay, sure. Um, I mean, it's flip cool. phone video, so it's not that good. Yeah, it's been a while. Anyways, man, I don't know. I don't really, like, want to hash out your, you know, your grievances about our opinions, you know, related to goblin politics. So are you a member of, like, Craven Dark Hearts High Council? I'm part of his inner circle, yeah. Cool. Yeah, he respects me. I'm a fucking sorcerer, okay? Of course I'm going to be in this, his circle. What kind of level sorcerer are you, though? The highest one. Are you oh. are you saying that I can't do mat? Are you challenging my magic abilities? Yeah, I'm directly challenging those. Oh. Okay. Give us a number on the level. It doesn't matter. You know what? I'm gonna snap my fingers and I'm gonna be in that studio where you are, and then I'm gonna show you exactly the kind of confetti I use. I'd prefer if you didn't. Yeah, just don't touch my high hat. Huzzah, I'm here. I'm a hey. yeah, technically it was his A. Who cares? Look at all this confetti. It's gonna everywhere. take me forever to clean this I up. I got allergies man. to confetti, okay? What? Can you it's leave? everywhere. Yeah. It's all over my hi-hat and my real hat. I'm out of here. Whack, dude. That Whack. sucks. We could do a little teleportation while we're all fucking scared. Have to clean all this up after the show or else Topher's gonna be mad at me again. Yeah. That guy, he sucks. Yeah, man, you know, it's like, I gotta work with him, we share the studio, it's just hassle. Well, you know, I don't like the sound of this sorcerer being in the inner circle, because that means, I mean, that seemed to me to be a human sorcerer, and if Didn't there's a lot like of it, yeah. a lot of those in Craven Darkheart's inner circle, he could be capable of mixing magics. Now, is that bad? It is. If you don't know what you're doing, it's kind of like, uh, you know, mixing a cocktail but not reading any of the labels. Yucko. Yuck, yuck, Dirty. yuck. Nobody likes it. Yeah, well, um, I don't know. Bad news. 
Draven Dark Hearts got human sorcerers. Probably not good. Probably not good. And they got a lot of tattoos. At least that one does. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Moving on. Let's get someone who's not gonna confetti my studio in here. Next caller, you're on. Phone. Hoagie. Who the f*** is this? Oh. Hey, who's this jack and ape on the- Can you, you turn, turn this, this this off? I don't know you how turn to. this feed off right now? Crap. I mean, we can try to get to the point here. Our lives depend on you turning this feed off. Um, oh, yeah. buttons. The I gotta press the right work. button. Not this button. It's I think this one. Tony, are you okay? Tony. Tony ain't hearing that more. Oh, okay. Um, who are we speaking to now? I'm the tall knight, motherfuckers. Okay. Um, watch your language. Oh man. Well, um, so the tall knight, formerly known as Tony, is um. 
Well, he's getting up and he's just run through a wall and is sort of just booking it down the street towards the swamp, it seems like. So, that's cool. Um, it's just me now. Well, um, fantastic. Today's just going great. Good times, good fun. Whatever, you know, gotta keep going for now. Next, another caller here. Next caller, you're on. Hey there, I'm Jason Crumley. Uh, he, him. How's it going, man? What's up? Well, it's going real hard, you know. I'm a struggling business owner, just like everybody else here. And, uh, you know, I sell night. I, well... I sell swords. Uh -huh. I buy and sell swords. I got thousands of swords. Okay. And but... I figured since this war is going on, I could sell these swords at a, a massive markup right now. Thousands of swords. Great swords. Wait, great swords or great swords? I mean, they're real small swords. Oh. Okay. And they're, I mean, they're about the size of like, they're kind of like a swordette. You mean a knife? Uh, no, not at all. They're swords. Especially if you're a creature, like a goblin, it's real small. Okay. Do you feel like it's at all, like, I don't know, ethically questionable to, like, provide weapons for goblins to murder each other with? Hey, pal, they're gonna kill one another one way or the other. I might as well make a buck off of it. I mean, I've got thousands of knives here. Are they knives or swords? They're swords. They're tiny swords. They're incredibly portable. Versatile little swords that can cut right through an aluminum can. And if you call now, you can get up to a thousand of them for an incredible price. The savings here, they're just falling off, off the boat. I thought you just said you were going to mark them up considerably. I mean, they're more than what... I mean, I bought them off the TV. Okay. So I... Yeah, like, I don't make um, the knives. I buy and then I resell knives. Sure. Yeah, if you're going to keep pitching this, I'm afraid you're going to need to buy an advertisement. So, going to have to let I'm you go. I'm just a small business owner here. I got yeah. thousands of knives. They got to go. I need someone uh -huh. to buy all these knives. Yeah, I we get it, I thought it was man. a sound investment, but it's just so many I mean, I keep cutting myself because they're just laying around my apartment. Yeah, that's irresponsible. They don't come oh. with any covers or anything. They didn't even sure. come in boxes. I just what? opened my door and a wave of knives came through the front. Oh, man, I'm glad you survived that, I guess. That's what happens when you get the cheapest shipping option. Yeah, yeah good it point. It takes three months and you get thousands of knives. Cool, man. So yeah, well, buy the knives. Um, yeah. I mean, they're swords. Did I mention that they're swords? Yeah, you're going to want to get they're your story swords. straight. Uh -huh. you got aluminum cans that need to be killed. They cut them right in half with a minimal okay. effort. Uh huh. Thousands of little swords. For okay, enough. Of goodbye, hands. man. People really gotta respect the fact that you know you can't just like chill for your business on this show. I mean, I respect the hustle and everything, but it's like, man, you know, we're here to talk about real stuff, not help you make a buck off of the incredible quantities of death of goblins. Not cool. Not cool. Whatever. Um, let's get someone else in here. Someone else. Right now. Next caller. You're on. <coughs> hey 
in his eye, Craven Darkheart. He him. Oh, hey, Craven. What's uh, what's going on? You tried to kill me with this tall knight, but you failed. I am too powerful. I defeated that tall knight. Wait a second. I'm stronger than ever. Those other forces think they can take me. Fools. Tony came to you and tried to kill you? The tall knight tried to defeat me, but I thwarted him. Okay. Well, that's bad news. Um, is he okay? I defeated him and he ran off like a coward. Like a scaredy cat. Hmm. I see. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up, Torben! You little baby! It's just a, it's just a little cat! Oh, is that Torben there with you? Uh, I'm not alright! Torben, if you're not strong enough to take that whole broadsword to your belly, then you're not strong enough for this inner circle. Whoa. What's going on here, guys? I'm calling in. To let all your human listeners know that they can be strong and beautiful and shiny like me. They can have sharp claws. They can have throwing powers. They can unhinge their jaws like a snake. So wide. You could get a whole cat in there at once. Sounds bad. All they have to do is join my army. And they could be powerful like me. No more chaos, just darkness. Isn't that wonderful? Not really. I, I don't go out in the sun much, but I'm glad that it's there. Weak. Well, you... Whoever sent that tall knight after me, you tried to kill me. But that just shows that I'm doing something right. How? Because you always want to come after the ones on top. That's how it works. Well, I have a war to win. Peace out. Okay, bye. Like, people at all levels of power get killed for various reasons. I don't know that I understand Craven's reasoning there. Like, sometimes the people at the bottom get killed, for instance. Kind of all across the spectrum. Whatever. Who cares, man? A lot of bummer calls today, if you ask me. A lot of rude people, a lot of mean people. Whack. Let's get, I think, I think this has got to be the last one for today. Got to get this mess cleaned up. All right, last caller. Ready to go, you're on. Hi, it's Janet. She, her. Uh, you can also call me uh, Goblin Parade Mom uh, on that, you know, that clock app. That's what. That's my handle on there. Uh, and I just want to call in because I'm, well, me and the kids, we are so excited for this battle that's going on right here in the swamp by just just a, a skip and a hop from our, our backyard. And we're out here with our little parasols and our light armor. And it's just a, a great little sight to be watching all these goblins have their little, you know, battle and things. And the kids can, like, pick things up and, you know try tasting them and things like that it's just like a great thing for kind of like the whole family and we're having just the greatest time this sounds like a grisly sort of experience for you and your children like isn't there a lot of goblins dying 
in front of you? Well, they are battle-hardened. Uh, we have been training them since they were very little. Uh, Calista, you put that goblin down. He didn't ask for that. He's doing his own thing. He's doing his own thing. It's a beautiful thing, you know, just kind of looking at the cycles of life and like, what what part do you play? In this particular situation, it's observer. It's just witnessing. If you say so, as much as I'd advise you not to be there, um, while you're there, I mean, are you observing any sort of like interesting troop movements or like, you know, can you see kind of which side has the advantage, etc.? Well, earlier in the day, it was looking like the Craven Dark Heart or the, the Craven Hordes, I think is what they're called. Uh, they were looking a little, you know, lethargic, if you will, and just kind of a little beat down. And, and ALF kind of people, or ALF, we like to call them ALF, you know, they were kind of making some good movements. The Royalists were coming in, but there were kind of some squabbles between those two sides as well. It was kind of confusing, you know. At the battlefield, you know. Yeah, chaos. But recently they were doing some some horns and things, like heralds and such. And I don't know what kind of like announcements they're making, but those those that Craven Horde has really perked up. I mean, they were looking a little bummed, but they're looking pretty jazzed right now. So I think things are kind of taking a turn. Well, that's unexpected. Especially after Tony tried to kill him, but... I mean, who doesn't love a, a failed assassination? That's like a second wind, you know, in my opinion. I'm not so sure about that. I don't know. You get down, Monroe. You get down. You get down from there, Monroe. Sorry about that. Uh, it's well, okay. We're having just a grand old time. It looks like, <clears throat> like I said, I think Craven Horde's going to take this one. That's just my opinion. Uh, you know, like and follow Goblin Parade Mom on you know, all, all the things. And um, you have just like a wonderful rest of your day, Pan. I know. Oh. I'll, I'll talk to you next next celebration. All right? Uh, sure, why not? Okay, bye. It was good talking to you. Huh. Well, that's interesting. It sounds like, unfortunately, I guess Craven Darkheart is taking the lead on this one. Um, Whatever. I guess it's none of my business. Just don't care for the guy. Kind of has a bad attitude. And I guess I don't really want eternal darkness or whatever. Doubt. You know, it sounds like kind of one of those campaign promises that's not actually going to, like, be followed through with. In any case, um, I guess that's that for that. Um, let's wrap up and talk real quick about what we learned, you know? I guess what we learned is maybe just through like the help or endorsement from Pam, Craven Darkheart's forces have a strong advantage in this. The you know the Vegas odds are kind of leaning their way. Um, also, free cats maybe. I you know what I shouldn't speak out of turn, but our good friend Gritzel has a cat sanctuary. It sounds like if you're looking for a cat, she could use some people, some good homes to uh, take some of these guys in. So there's that. Check that out if you're into it. Don't give her any more cats, please. I was hoping to hear from Stacy and Zagnak today. Uh, kind of get their read on the situation, but it sounds like they've allied with Craven Darkheart, and from the sound of it, are on track to be the new 
goblin king slash queen. So, I don't know, good for them, I guess. Sounds like a hassle, but it's their life. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't know, hopefully the bloodshed will end soon. Sounds like maybe this is over. Who knows? Whatever. Everyone good luck, stay safe out there, don't eat goblins. Uh, please don't eat the goblins. Uh, I'll talk to you next week, goodbye. Hey, this is Hannah from uh, Subtle Frequencies. And, um, you know, sometimes the world's a little scary, um, but you know what makes it less scary? Leaving reviews uh, on Apple Podcasts for podcasts to get more reviews. Uh, And also telling your friends about podcast this podcast and subscribing to the podcast and if you want to feel even less scared you could uh go to instagram and uh follow at subtle frequencies um yeah i love you very much and one's for me 